0: welcome to the move 100 Halifax morning podcast
1: here are your hosts
2: Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison
1: if there's any podcast to check out it is this one mm. uh the family secret you found out from an ancestry test
3: okay not giving anything away here but one move listener tells us about how she found six new siblings yeah okay
1: it is wild also we chat about the things that scared you the most when you were a kid yeah
3: and a jumbo <laughs> video trip that ended up having someone pee in the garbage can for (laughs) years to follow. Yeah, how
1: does that happen? (laughs) (laughs) Also going to tell you about
3: a bougie Dickie D bike that could be rolling into your neighborhood. And your $1,000 minute advantage this morning. The answer to Friday, May 20th, question number 10, $4,000 minute is Mean Girls. Wake up.
2: Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo, drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter, they're funny, they're hilarious.
1: What was it that scared you when you were a kid? Maybe it was like a room in your house, whatever it was. We want to know what it was.
3: And why it scared you. Maybe you're still scared of it today. So many people today say they were scared of uh, quicksand as a kid.
1: Yeah, why were we all expecting to come across quicksand?
3: Because it was part of, like, uh, TV shows, like Disney TV uh, shows. yeah, yeah. It was part of going even further back, Gilligan's Island. Okay. It was like suddenly, I don't know, somebody would <laughs> be walking along and, oh, my God, I'm in quicksand. Help I know. Me. When did that ever happen?
1: It's like we were just prepared for something that we'll never experience. It was never going to
3: happen, but (laughs) if it did, we would know how to get out. Okay. Okay, You don't struggle. That's important. Yes.
1: Yes. Don't panic (laughs) and struggle. It'll
3: just make you go down into the (laughs) quicksand. Get
1: sucked into the earth faster. Uh, You mentioned TV shows and movies. Uh, As a kid, The Wizard of Oz scared the crap out of me mm-hmm. because of the opening scene when there's a tornado. oh uh, yes. I mm-hmm. was convinced that this was gonna happen to me as a kid. I'm like, oh my God, a tornado. It terrified me. Yep. And then the movie Twister came out right. and that just reinforced how scared I was of any sort of uh tornado or hurricane or whatever it may be. And yeah, I was just
3: traumatized for life. Kind of fascinating. I understand the tornado thing. You do? And uh, that well, yeah, and and that the Wizard of Oz would bring that on. Yeah, it was the tornado and not the flying monkeys because (laughs) (laughs) those guys. Yeah, those guys. They were were scary, right? (laughs) And they and there were when they made the movie. Of course, there were little humans inside those costumes. I know.
1: (gasps) It is terrifying, the entire movie, when you go back and look at it. But it was the tornado for me. That just really screwed me up. And I'm still scared of tornadoes. Well, if of I'm course. ever traveling anywhere where I think that, that there could be yes. one, it is on my mind. Look and I blame cloud. I blame
3: the what? Wizard of Oz <laughs> for this fear. Okay, so we all had things we were <laughs> scared of as kids. I mean, and, and some of it is just makes no sense. What were you scared of? Oh, I mean, so many things. But I'm uh, the <laughs> one that... The the one that keeps flashing back as we've been talking about this was a closet in my room. So many kids are afraid of you know what's in the closet oh, yeah. or what's under the bed. In the case of my closet in my room, it was just a doorway. It didn't have a door in it and oh. it didn't like have a curtain in it. <gasps> it was just a dark hole in the wall.
1: So you're laying in bed and just staring at just the closet,
3: at the closet, <laughs> waiting for something to just slip out. That say, is scary. Hello Peter.
1: <laughs> now do you have a, cl- uh, a door on your closet in your bedroom well, of now? Course okay. I, I a like you a <laughs> You're not messing around this no, time. No, I know better. <laughs> so how about you? What was it that terrified you as a child?
2: Aaron and Peter. Getting your day moving. Everybody was moving, moving Today's best variety. Move on.
3: This text says, sharks. Oh. And then goes on to say, Jaws messed me up as a kid, watching it around the same time I'd gone to Florida and was (laughs) swimming at Cocoa Beach, and a hammerhead shark hit the side of my leg. No. Wasn't very big, just a couple of feet long, but for a 10-year-old... That was terrifying. Yeah. To this day, twenty-eight years later, I am still afraid of ocean water. No kidding. Sharks! Oh my god, that's
1: terrifying. <laughs> uh, this text. I used to be scared to close the bathroom door because I had a fear I would get trapped and there would be I'd be locked in there forever. Right. It would just lock. Oh, my God. Close the damn door. Yeah, and you
2: still pee with the door open to this day, right?
1: (laughs) Kayla, good morning. You say you're terrified. You were terrified of the basement
2: as a kid. Yeah, the basement was always terrifying. It was just always a creepy place. You know, you run down if you have to, and you turn the light off, and you run as fast as
3: you can back up (laughs) the stairs. (laughs) Exactly. And did you have siblings? I did. I grew up with two older brothers. Oh, Oh, God. Would they turn the light (laughs) off when you were in the basement? Uh Absolutely, Uh they would. Uh Those? Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> they lock the door, you get up to the door, and all of a sudden you can't get
3: through, and they're oh, holding it yep. shut.
2: That's, that's the real thing when you grow up with two older brothers. Yeah,
1: I grew up with two brothers, and they did the same thing to me. And I <laughs> yeah, grew exactly. up with two older
3: brothers, too. My older brother, my oldest brother, you know, we used to wrestle on the floor, and he would pre- he would pretend that I killed him. He would like, <laughs> oh, my lay God. there not breathing <laughs> for the longest time. Oh, my goodness. That's horrible. What about you? Your, your older brothers ever do anything else horrible oh, yeah. that, that my, made you scared? Yes.
2: My oldest brother was babysitting me. I was probably sometime, somewhere between seven and nine years old. And to be fair, I was being a jerk and not going to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I kept running out of my bedroom and bugging him. So one of the times I ran out to the living room and he was gone. And when I went back, I was like, oh my God, I'm home alone. So I went back to my bedroom and I was just sitting on the bed. And next thing I know, he grabbed me by the ankles and pulled me under the bed.
1: Oh, my oh. gosh. That's horrible.
2: Yep. So from this day, from that day forward, I mean, I'm 35 years old now, and I still cannot sit on anything with my feet on the floor. <laughs> oh, my God. You're traumatized for life. Traumatized. So traumatized.
3: Does he know he did this to you?
2: Oh, yes. It was a running joke. It even came up as a joke at, at his wedding. Oh, my
3: God. Listen, here's what you do. You find his kids. You lay underneath their bed, <laughs> and you pull them under the bed one night. <laughs> It's pretty tempting, actually. Yeah. Wait till three o'clock in the morning and just reach your hand up over top of the bed. <laughs> oh
0: my God. It's a good day. Waking up with good friends and great music.
1: Mornings with Aaron and Peter. It's a good morning. route one hundred. Great
3: text coming in. Uh, the show, the the Twilight Zone. This text says uh, the intro music always freaked me out. Also, unsolved mystery. These were never resolved, which meant the bad guys were still out there. Heck of a good point. I like solved mysteries. I like mysteries that are solved. Who needs unsolved mysteries? You this can just weird.
1: sleep well at night knowing that they're they're gone.
3: This texter, orange juice.
1: Wait, what? You were I, scared of orange juice? My
3: dad told me that orange juice was only for the morning. So I thought if I drank it at another time other than breakfast, I would die. <laughs> hey,
1: <laughs> Thanks, that's dad. actually so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Okay, four five one thirteen thirteen. Good morning, Move 100. What is it that terrified you as a kid?
3: My grandfather's cellar. Okay. He had a cellar, so it wasn't even a basement. It was like, what, a dirt cellar? Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: And he used to make us go down there to
3: get things. And you, what, what, were you, what were you afraid of? What did you imagine was in the cellar?
2: So around that time, like, we were watching Freddy Cougar and stuff. Oh, so he was
1: like, oh, go get this. And I was like, I started to cry.
2: I was like, oh. I don't want to
1: go. What a <laughs> sin.
3: <laughs> I cannot imagine that this texture I, I don't think anybody else in the world as a child was worried about this. <laughs> okay. But this texter says, I was terrified. I would get bed sores. Oh. My mom was a nurse and had nursing magazines at home, and they all had ways to prevent bed sores. I
1: can see that, though. I kind of remember, like, being sick, and my mom was a nurse, too, for a while. I remember being sick and being like, oh, God, i got to get out of bed. Like, what's going to happen if I lay here all day?
3: (laughs) I don't know. Bed sores, the movie. (laughs) Yes, seriously. Uh, (laughs) And this one uh, may have been movie-related, too. I mean, there's so many of these seem to be, but I was absolutely terrified, it says. Mm -hmm. I was absolutely terrified of mummies as a kid. Not the toilet paper cheesecloth ones, but legitimate mummies. Oh, wow. Ice mummies. Okay. Egyptian mummies. I used to have nightmares that they would be in my bed. I was fortunate enough to have an amazing librarian who encouraged me to learn as much as I could about them so I wouldn't be afraid of them. And this was one of the reasons I studied archaeology in university. No way. Have you heard about... This thing that's happening now around the world, and they're studied, monkeypox is what I'm getting to. Have you heard about this? Monkeypox? No. Oh, God. No. Oh, God. What is this? This is the type of stuff that would scare the hell out of me as a kid, like (laughs) new diseases. Yeah. I don't know, like coronavirus or something that comes out of nowhere. Okay, that's the way we're going to go. Right. But the latest one? Monkeypox. It's been discovered in Europe. They're investigating 12 cases that could be monkeypox in Canada. There've been a couple of cases in the United States. So what is it? Chickenpox oh, for monkeys? Uh, the only pictures I've seen are like hands that are covered in sores. Oh god.
1: Yeah. Okay, I have to google this. Now I'm so intrigued.
3: Now, if I was a kid <laughs> and even as an adult, I would be frightened to death well, of monkeypox. Now
1: you've just terrified Every, all of us about monkeypox, so Stay thank you tuned. for sharing that. Stay tuned
3: for monkeypox, the movie.
1: Oh, man, the thing that terrified you as a kid, 451 13. 13 good morning, Move 100, how about you? <laughs> when, when
2: I was a little fella, uh Snookums on the Muppet Show. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Snookums.
3: <laughs> okay, hold on, why? to look up Snookums just to remind us. Yeah.
0: I don't know why, it was just, it's funny, we were talking about that at work the other day, and... I said, I remember Snookums on the Muppet Show when I was a little. used to scare the bejesus out of
1: me. Okay, to be fair, if you Google Snookums, yeah. Snookums is terrifying. Okay. And Snookums looks mean, so I don't blame you.
2: Well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Morning's made easy. A big cup of coffee. Air-
0: I guess my day started. Get me ready to get to work every day.
2: On Halifax's Move 100. Mornings with
3: Aaron and Peter on Move 100. I
2: want you to know. What's trending?
1: We have a new version of the Dickie D in town. These
3: ones are a little bit more bougie, though. They are fabulous. They're fantastic.
1: They are fancy gelato bikes that you're going to see all around the city this summer. Thanks to Pane a Circo, the Italian deli on Lower Water Street and Queen Street. Uh, These are no joke. Take a look on our social media right now. Twitter, Instagram at Move100Halifax. They shipped these gelato bikes in from Italy so they are like the real deal. They are stunning. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have a few around town. As soon as uh, they posted a picture of these bikes, hundreds of comments from Haligonians going, schedule now. Where am I going to find you this summer? I need this.
3: This is the way I want to get my gelato. Yeah. I'm on a street corner with <laughs> one of these pedaling up. And I'm yes. just going to happen to be there and going, wait, um, stop. I want one. I don't care how much it costs. So excited! If
1: you spot one around town and and try it out, you gotta you gotta keep us in the know. Coldplay wants you to power their concerts by riding a bike. The band is taking part in a green touring initiative that uses kinetic dance floors and stationary bikes that are set up around the stage and quite literally power the show. Would you go to a concert if you had to be on a bike the entire time?
3: Not if it's Coldplay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're not you're not a Coldplay fan. Also, it makes it sound like the entire, you know, floor of the, of the concert's going to be on bikes. Yeah. They said there's going to be 15 of them.
3: And that's supposed to power the yeah. concert? Yeah. right. So
1: now fans, or like, not fans, but other people are saying, okay, you're just greenwashing by right. saying this is going to be greener, Absolutely. blah, blah, blah. So. I'm
3: picturing, we can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Pedal faster.
3: Speed up. I still can't hear you.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What a mess. Uh, And would you be able to eat a Big Mac every single day of your life?
3: Uh, I could. I don't think I should. You don't really want to.
1: Don Gorski from Wisconsin has held the Guinness World Record for the most Big Macs eaten since 1999. As of this week, he's officially been at it for 50 years. He says he averages about two Big Macs a day. Oh and, and if you're wondering, you know, does he miss a day?
0: I've only missed eight days in 50 years, which is phenomenal. I've counted every Big Mac I've eaten my whole life. All through life here, a lot of people said, well, aren't you going to be dead before you reach 50 years of eating Big Macs? I guess I proved them wrong.
1: I guess he proved yeah. them wrong for Don't now.
3: Don't
1: <laughs> He says he's going to continue eating Big Macs every day until the day he dies. So that's that. That is what's trending this morning on Move 100. Mornings in the morning mornings at Halifax with Aaron and Peter rated e for everyone hello everyone I turn them on every morning when I wake up Move 100 did a DNA test reveal a big secret for you maybe you found out about a sibling that you didn't know that you had
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh that is what happened on a new trending Netflix show. Have you seen this on Netflix called Our Father?
3: I knew that's the one you were going to say. I haven't seen it. But as I said, it keeps popping up on my Netflix. Like, oh, you got to watch this. Okay. 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 So
1: I don't want to like spoil the documentary or anything because it's a lot to take in. Um, But it involves many families that visited a fertility specialist. And the whole thing's about this bizarre scheme involving donors. And it's quite messy. But it took one person to take a DNA test that she literally got for like her birthday or something. Mm-hmm. Like it was a random test. She had no desire really to do this before. Got it as a gift. Took a DNA test. And she knew that she, she her, her parents had to go to a fertility specialist. Sure. Um, She took this DNA test and she slowly started to figure out that she has so many half-siblings that she did not know that she had. And the bizarre thing about this show is that it takes place in a small town, and as the show goes on, it ends up being like, hundreds of people in this small town that are half siblings and wow. didn't know it. And they all t- just randomly, a few of them took some of these DNA tests and you think that you won't find anything. And all of a sudden you're going, uh, what is this? This must mm-hmm. be a mistake. What's going on? Clearly, this is an extreme example. Yes, of course. Of taking one of these tests and, and finding something out.
3: Yeah, something big. Now, you're not giving anything away because no. the story about the doctor has been around for a while, like, like in the news. Okay. What I didn't realize is that. All of these babies yeah. were born in a very small yeah. area. So yeah. the ramifications of that and, oh, and yeah. all of these kids and in in a small town mm-hmm. and their kids and their kids it, it, this goes on for a long time. It's
1: bizarre. They say like you walk down the street and you look at people and you're always wondering, that person could be my half sibling.
3: We don't know. Okay, so that is extreme. Extreme. Very sure. extreme.
1: But it happens when you take a DNA test and you're going, what? Who's this person who's attached to my family Mom? tree? Mom. Right? Who's this? Right? So has this happened to you? Have you <laughs> taken one of these tests before and and found something out that kind of kinda surprised you? Yeah. We'd love to hear your story. Yes, we would. Give us a call, 451-1313, or you can text us at twenty four seven. Good morning,
4: Deb. Your story? I've always known I was adopted. And on my birth certificate, um, when my adopted mom got me, was my birth mother's full name. Hmm. And she said she's meant to be here because my birth mother's last name was exactly the same name as my adopted mother. No, no way. So you'd think, okay, well, you know, my dad was all up to, well, let's find her parents. And mom was like, slow the train down. I just want to enjoy this baby. So it did. It took my dad 10 years. And he finally found them. And they're wonderful people. And this would be on my mother's biological mother's side. Okay. And um, we, you know, met over the years. And then we found out that my mother's father was a fisherman, of course. Ashley, my adoptive mother, and my biological mother's fathers were fishermen. And they
1: sold fish to each other. Get out. For years. You've got to be kidding me.
3: Oh, my god! <laughs> so... A- and- It's a small world. It is. And Nova Scotia is even smaller. Yeah. Bring me
2: that smile in the morning. Mornings at Halifax with Aaron and Peter. Rated E for everyone. Hello, everyone. I turn them on every morning when I wake up.
1: Move 100.
3: Okay, so here's a text that says, My secret DNA story is about my mother. My mother grew up with one sister or thinking she had one sister. But when she was 18, she read in her mother's diary, my grandmother's diary, about a secret brother that my grandmother had given up for adoption. She asked her about it, and my grandmother tried to deny it, but eventually she admitted that, yes, she had given up a boy, a baby boy, for adoption. Mm -hmm. My mom and I met him when I was 16 and she was 40. He lives in Thunder Bay and he's a great uncle. We've met up with him about five times Oh, my though. gosh.
1: So cool for you as a kid to be like, oh, my gosh, I have this random uncle I never Secret knew about. family.
3: Yeah. And, and, of course, they don't always work out. No, no, no. But when they do, but when they do it's when you, awesome. When you find a new family. Yeah. And they have a big connection totally. to Totally. It's kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, good morning, Shauna. You, you say you have 10 siblings. And a few years ago, you only knew about five of them. But you recently found... Another. What's
0: up with that? One of my brothers, the one that we found on Kijiji. What? um, You found him on Kijiji? The the long lost relationships. Oh, there's a long lost kind of misconnection
3: section of of Kijiji. Didn't know that.
0: Neither did I until he popped up. Um, So... He was on there, and he had my father's name and birth date, and the date he had passed away. Wow. So we were like, okay, pretty sure that he's, he's probably our brother. Yeah. And uh, then when, when I met him, there's absolutely no doubt, because all my siblings look like my father.
3: Wow. I mean, okay.
0: I do not. Maybe right. I'm not his. Who knows? Found that um, one on Kijiji. Found that one on Kijiji. And then uh, just recently, uh, my nephew did a DNA test, and he called my mom and he said this guy popped up on my dna it says he's my uncle and there we go i mean the evidence is there right so that's another one so So, uh,
3: i don't mean to be indiscreet but dad was
0: pretty busy a little bit a little bit (laughs) i am the youngest that we know of okay and so we range in age so i'm the youngest at 47 i have a brother that is um, 19 days older than me.
2: Okay.
0: Wow. Holy <laughs> man, that is wild. Um, so we range in age from 47 to 62. Wow. 63. Okay, yeah. and
3: and there might be other people out there getting their DNA tests going, who's Who's this? that? <laughs> That's right. If,
0: if they're from Cape Breton, there could be a very good chance. Oh, gosh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is kind of cool. Um, found out through genealogy, the tech says that my 11th great-grandfather was Thomas More, the chancellor for King Richard III from 1513 (laughs) to 1518. Whoa. And also wrote King Richard's history. Which inspired Shakespeare's famous play, the Richard the III play. Okay. And the quote, uh, a horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse. And now is the winter of our discontent and a bunch of other stuff. It's in Richard the III. So uh, the text says, I'm connected to both royalty and Shakespeare. Oh, my God. Kind of
1: cool. Now that's a flex if I've ever heard one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, and how about you? Yeah. Now what about you? <laughs> Who are you related to? <laughs>
4: cool.
1: Oh, my goodness. Your DNA test that revealed a big secret for you. Good morning, Move 100. You can relate to some of these stories. What, what's your story? Well, my story is I grew
4: up as an only child with my grandparents. And when I was about 10 or 12, I found out I had a couple other sisters from my biological mother that were in Ontario. And before they went there, I had a brother that was deceased so that's why they moved to Ontario. Okay. I did this DNA test last summer, and I found a first cousin, and she reached out to me, and we found out through my story and what she knew who my possible biological father was. I had no idea.
3: Holy. What about other siblings?
4: I've got six brothers and two other sisters. Wow. That I found last summer.
3: Oh, my gosh.
4: (laughs) I am one of 13 who grew up as an only child. Oh, my gosh.
3: When you say it that way, it's a little sad. Only child with all those siblings out there. Have you met any of them since?
4: I've met two so far. And my sisters I've met from Ontario as well. Okay. But the other family, they live, like, really close. So, I've... I've met a couple so far. And
3: uh, and how have those relationships been with the two that you've met? Uh, how are you getting along? Um,
4: amazing. It's like
1: we were never separated. Aww. It actually put a lot of pieces together for me. Good. Oh, what a good, a nice ending to the story.
3: I hope you get a chance to, to meet everybody who you want to meet, and yeah. I hope that each of them, the relationships, are just as happy as these ones appear to be right now.
2: Oh, I hope so thank you.
1: Good morning, friends. Good morning. good morning. Good
0: morning. It's Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Scotty, good morning. What's going on? Uh, I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% saturated and trans fat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. In a minute, I'm going to need a defibrillator to wake me up. <laughs> oh, my God. It's,
3: it's, it's all those saltine crackers and Oreo cookies. <laughs>
2: That's what it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mornings in Halifax with Aaron and Peter
1: on Move One Hundred. Oh, we can always count on
3: Scotty, no, right? No, no, we have the best. You are the best. <laughs> keep the calls coming, keep the texts going. Uh, yeah. What did you find out uh, as a result of a DNA test? Mm-hmm. Keep us in the know. Mornings on Move One
2: Hundred with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the Thousand Dollar Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby.
1: Okay, we got Leslie Amaral on the line this morning. Leslie, you're driving home from work at the airport, but you're going to try and win a thousand bucks before you head to bed, right? Oh, well, I'm going to give it my best. <laughs> we believe in you, Leslie. Uh, so here's how the game works. You get one minute on the clock, 10 questions. Leslie, if you get all 10 right, you will win $1,000. If not, you'll win $10 for each correct answer you give us. Now, Leslie, if you don't know the answer to something, just say pass. We'll come back if there's still time. But the moment you give us an answer, that is what counts. You can't take it back, okay? Sounds good. Are you ready to do this? (sighs) Okay. Okay. Let's do this, Leslie. Your $1,000 minute on move starts
3: now. Leslie, spell salmon.
1: S-A-L-M-O-N.
3: If you give someone the cold shoulder, what are you doing to them? Avoiding them. What does PG stand for with regard to movie ratings? Uh, parental guidance. How many points is a free throw worth in basketball? Three. After 21 years, what did Apple just announce it's no longer making?
4: The uh,
3: iPod. What is the last person on a team to run a relay race called? The Anchor. Coinbase is a popular app for buying and selling what? Pass. What continent contains the most countries? Um, Europe. What was the most downloaded app from 2010 to 2019? Pass. In the 1997 remake of Cinderella starring Brandy, what iconic singer played the fairy godmother? Whitney Houston. Coinbase, a popular app for buying what? Uh, cryptocurrency. What was your most downloaded app from 2010 to t- Oh, we're and out of
1: time. time is up. Okay, Leslie. <laughs> okay. You can take a deep breath. You're, you you did great. Going to go through the questions together. Salmon, you spelled it correctly. S-A-L-M-O-N. If you give someone the cold shoulder, yeah, you're ignoring them. You're avoiding them. PG stands for parental guidance. A free throw in basketball is worth one point. One point, yeah, yeah. not free. No. <laughs> Apple just announced they're no longer making the iPod. The last person on a team to run a relay race is the Anchor. Coinbase is an app for buying and selling uh, crypto. Africa is the continent that contains the most countries. The most downloaded app from 2010 to, th- two to, two, 2010 to two 2019 is Facebook. And in the remake of Cinderella, Whitney Houston played the fairy godmother. I mean, Leslie, for your first go at the $1,000 Minute. After working all night. After working all night, you did fantastic. Seven out of ten and $70. I'll take it. Yeah. (laughs) Leslie, thank you so much for playing. Excellent. Thank you. Mm
3: -hmm. Just want to remind you, Leslie, and everybody else that uh, we have something called the $1,000 Minute Advantage on our podcast every day where we give you the answer to question number 10. The next day. So you wouldn't have even had the thought about Whitney Houston. You could have yelled it out before Mm -hmm. I even started the question.
1: You'll know that for next time, Leslie. Perfect. All right. You hang on the line for us. Okay. Okay, thank you. We'll be back with the $1,000 Minute tomorrow morning. You could win a grand heading into the May long weekend. Yes, please. Tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock on Move 100.
0: It's Aaron
1: and Peter's Move,
3: Morning Mindbender. Well, let's get going on this. Um, you guys have been great all morning. I'm sure you're going to have great answers for this question. 44% of kids have one of these and most don't like it. Not a lot. Hmm. 44% of kids have one of these and most don't like it. What is it? Okay, give us a
1: call with your guest, 451-1313, or you can text in your guests right now to twenty four seven. Move 100. What's your guess?
0: My guess is a toothbrush.
3: (laughs) No, bigger percentage uh, have a toothbrush. Thank goodness. But thank you.
1: Okay. Going to go through some text coming in here. Uh, A pair of glasses. 44% of kids have one of these and most don't like it. A pair of glasses. A sibling. (laughs) This text says. Uh, A bedtime. A tablet. um, Cavities. No. No, that's not okay. it, sorry.
3: forty-four percent have it, don't like it. What is it? Chores, a wart. Who? Oh,
1: uh, a curfew, a bully. Oh, yeah. This text says, my daughter says braces. A lot of kids have them and they don't like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, an imaginary
3: friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not it yet. And a nickname. A nickname, stop right there. There we go. That's what 44% of kids have. A nickname. Have had, have at some point. And don't like it. 44% of kids have a nickname and they don't like it. You didn't have a nickname growing up, did you? I didn't. As far as I know, unless Uh. someone can correct me, I didn't have a nickname. Hey,
1: I I was just given a nickname in Barbados. (laughs) You know what it was?
3: (laughs) I know what it was
0: Loud Loud,
1: Hot hot Mess. mess. Love that for me.
0: (laughs) Kind of stuck
3: to it. Kind (laughs) of stuck. (laughs) Hey, Loud Hot Mess.
0: Move 100 and Canadian Tire give you a bike a day in May.
1: Hello? Would this be Catherine Donovan? It is, yeah. Catherine Donovan. It's Aaron and Peter calling from Move
3: 100. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How you doing? Did I actually win the bike? Yes, you actually won the bike. <laughs> of course you did. That
1: I've been trying for years. Really?
3: <laughs> okay, do you, do you have a bike? Have you had a bike over the years? I don't. No,
4: I, I haven't got it and one, so I was trying to wait for the radio to give
3: me one. Well, you got it now from <laughs> Canadian Tire. That Super Cycle Dual Suspension Mountain Bike is yours, Catherine. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much. You are so welcome. And uh, we're going to do this again tomorrow. Be
1: listening for your texting keyword tomorrow morning at 8.30. You could be our next Bike a Day in May winner. From Canadian Tire and Move 100.
0: Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax.
2: Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your
4: podcasts.